And now, live from PodFest in Los Angeles, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is the New Best Friend show. Today, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian, you know, from Talk Soup, Wipeout, and the occasional Bahamian crack house. It's John Henson. He's a comedian who seems to be doing just fine after At Midnight got canceled. Although he has been playing a ton more video games and his best friend is an actual lizard, it's Jordan Morris. And he's a comedian you can definitely trifle with on MySpace and LinkedIn where he's available for all endorsements. It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to make Airbnb breakfast with oatmeal, moldy coffee, and condoms. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the Love Bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little new potatoes. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guest. Hello and welcome, David Hunsberger. Hello. Hello, John Henson. Hi, how are you? Hello, Jordan. Hi, and I just want to thank everybody for wearing similar shirts. (laughs) Similar shirts. Hello, Daniel. Hi. And hello, Jeff. I left my underwear at your house with my name in them. (laughs) I need to hear myself say that again. I left my underwear at your house with my name in them. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Given the vibe of this hotel and the room we're in, it sounds like your ghost haunts this place yeah. when he plays the drop. This is, this is Allison Rosen as your new best friend from the hotel in the shine. <laughs> I'm in, that picture and now there. I'm going to need to hear it one more time so I can imagine me in the afterlife being concerned about the whereabouts of the underwear that my mom wrote my name in. I left my underwear at your house with my name in them. <laughs> oh, I want that girl to have peace. <laughs> but she can't until she finds her underwear. Um, okay, so... We are doing a, uh, as you know, live show from PodFest. This will also be the Thursday show this week. So I have the dual uh, dual challenges of being entertaining to you guys and to the audience that will be listening. Maybe I'll disappoint you both. But first, <laughs> I want to know, who here, is there anyone here who has never heard the show and just wandered in? One person. Okay. <laughs> A lot of pressure on you. Yeah. What Get is, her! What is, what, is, <laughs> what is your name? Kelly. Kelly. Hello and welcome. We might have to explain some stuff to Kelly. And we're going to focus group you after the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, let's just find out why are you here, first of all. I love, welcome. What brought you here? All right. Curiosity and her new friend who she met. New friend, thank you. That is so Allison Rosen is your new best friendy. Hey, why weren't any of you assholes grabbing people in the lobby and bringing them in? This guy did it. (laughs) So first of all, an announcement. Kelly, we'll we'll break it down for you in a moment. Uh, Jenna Kim Jones had her baby. She had a beautiful baby girl. She's seven pounds, six ounces, and Jenna did poop on the table. Uh, The name has not been announced yet, although I know it. So, Ooh. if you want to guess later, she I'll, I'll she wink. She didn't choose gravel spoon. No. <laughs> I find a lot of joy in pooping. <laughs> Kelly, 
Jenna used to be a regular on the show, and now she just keeps having babies, and she also moved to Atlanta. Yeah, well, she's pooped twice on the table. I had a baby somewhat recently. Unless they're lying to me, no poop, no poop at all. And I had eaten a salad ahead of time and everything, so, which I felt was passive-aggressive. Well, just the roughage alone is <laughs> yeah. a questionable decision. Right. Yeah. And then, and I remember, and Kelly, people have accused, <laughs> <laughs> accused this podcast of being just about poop and farts. And wasn't, didn't someone in a negative iTunes comment of the week suggest that it should be called Poop and... Allison and her friends discuss poop and farts. Yes. <laughs> it's accurate. But anyway... I'll say, I feel like when I'm on the show, I bring a delightful jizz element to the proceedings. That's true. It's true. Poop, poop farts, and jizz. <clears throat> Splooge. What's your, what's your euphemism of choice? Gotta say I love jizz. <laughs> but if I'm talking about, but if I'm talking about the act of the act of jizzing, I like to say blasting. Oh, I yeah. feel like Ghost Jordan is going to be visiting us pretty soon with that. I love jizz. <laughs> I was about to I say, so. I think so. he is already cutting an <laughs> I love jizz cart right now. Yes, yeah. look at the satisfied look on his face. <laughs> you know what euphemism I don't? It's it's not the same as jizz, but it often involves jizz. I don't like boning or banging. Hmm. Where are you guys with those? I'm on, we're on the same side of shirt category here, and yeah. I'm with you on that as well. Yeah. Uh, I gotta tell you, I find it charming when uh, my wife will walk into the room after we put our kids down and look at me and go, we gonna bang or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's romance. That's a healthy marriage. Right. All right. I can't argue with that. Should we explain banging to the new person? Oh, yeah. I don't know if she knows. Kelly, banging is when you bone. Yeah. <laughs> but to anyway. bang is to bone. When Allison Rosen loves a new best friend very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know that we've moved on. Everyone's moved on. We should move on. But I have wait, to go wait. back to this. Yes. What do you say then? Every instinct in me is saying, move on, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you don't to. use bang or bone, <laughs> what do you prefer? Make love? Oh, um, fuck. Okay. Oh. I'm just kidding. When anyone... that, that was too far. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That was, I could, the audience wasn't with me on that one. <laughs> they don't, they don't like when a Everyone lady says, Everyone yell out fuck. your favorite euphemism yeah. for doing it. Oh, doing it. Dude, That's nice. fun. Yeah. That's a nice like 70s vibe. Yeah. Hey, let's go in my van and do it. Right. But also I remember hey, in about John Travolta. I think it was <laughs> around third grade, everyone thought do, do when anyone said do it, that that was hilarious. Yeah. But I've, I'm still in that age. I feel like it totally changes the complexion whether or not it comes from a man or a woman. Yes. Like banging from a guy is a little aggressive and a little juvenile, but banging from my wife is charming. Um, and fuck from a woman. Congrats, sure. Quans. Yeah. We're yeah. all very happy for you. Way to so. go, Quans. Thank you very much. Wait, did you say it's crass? No, I think it's, I think it's hotter when a woman says fuck than when a, when a guy says fuck. It seems a little, again, like a little, uh, yeah. okay, we got See, it. See, Daniel? Yeah. See, I. If anyone's, if any, I don't like. If anyone says, maybe this is, maybe this is a, a deal I have. Maybe this is an intimacy issue I have. Uh, everyone, yell out if you think I have intimacy issues. Uh, I, anytime and someone says "make love" or "lover," I feel like there are spiders on me. Yeah. I feel like I'm, <laughs> it's. It's like, like I feel like there's ants under my fingernails. 
Yes. It's a little, it's, it's too much. It's almost more aggressive than the guy who says bone. Yeah. I don't know why, though. A what? conscious coupling. <laughs> yeah, conscious. How about that? Yeah. That's when Gwyneth and right. what's his face get back we together. We consciously couple. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes oh, when no, I'm alone, I'll consciously so. self-couple. <laughs> you don't bone yourself? <laughs> anyway, to go back to the thing that no one wants me to go back to. Kelly, when I had my baby... I plowed down a salad. I was just daring that doctor. Wait, did you... Isn't there some sort of salad in L.A. that's supposed to induce pregnancy? Yeah, there's some sort of salad dressing. Oh. Um, and then they have this little jizz. joke. It's actually jizz. Oh, that's okay. what it is. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that one was laying there. I just assumed somebody was going to take it. I mean... <laughs> Bump, set, spike. Yeah. The prestige. Given, <laughs> given my comfort with these topics, I figured I would not have any sort of issue about what's going to happen when I give birth. And then all of a sudden I found knowledge of the salad in my head. I was afraid to push because I truly was afraid that I was going to poop on the table. Why Welcome were you to so the con- show. Why were you con- so concerned about table pooping. I mean, it's gross, obviously, but it's part of the birth process, which is beautiful, I think. Um, But why was that, like, first and foremost in your mind? I don't know. It just was. It was really weird. Suddenly, like, the fact that there was a room full of people seeing my blasted nether regions it's not a problem uh, I would but the idea of going to the bathroom in front of them like made me very self-conscious and i was trying to do like a real measured push it's amazing it's, this baby was born it's not like a delivery nurse would go oh jesus christ she crap you're in a hot spit oh, oh. come on tuck it in it has lady. croutons in it <laughs> so when they're saying push you're just like shaking your head like no let's let's hold off i was doing like a I'm pushing. Right. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. <laughs> like it wasn't a real. I mean, then I let it go. And then still, anyway, we could move on. Also, to set the stage, for about 30 hours, there was maybe two nurses in the room. And then suddenly, I don't know, like 18 people are in the room <laughs> with a spotlight right on your. It was kind of like this. It was like. But, but you guys were live streaming it, though. <laughs> That's why you needed the spotlight. Right. It's, it's not often that you shit on a table in front of 18 people with a spotlight. Occasionally, but not. <laughs> the elusive double dilation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the double D? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I know about the double D. How I... weird would it have been if you were in the delivering room and you were like, there's an echo. How many people are going to be in here? Are we, do I need to give birth in the Astrodome? How many does this room seat? <laughs> right. They should have asked me how many people I expected were going to show up to my delivery. Right. You were having it in one of those like um, Renaissance uh, surgery theaters. Yeah. Was... yeah. There was jousting and turkey legs. How That's embarrassing nice. if you had to paper the room. <laughs> <laughs> I th- give out free tickets because nobody <laughs> wanted to pay. Yes. I thought it was weird when the nurses had plus ones, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. people were yelling out "Free Bird." <laughs> okay, so lot to get to. Um, Kelly, I recently admitted that I say a lot to get to, regardless of whether there truly is a lot to get to or not. Oh, but something I wanted. Wait, hang on. Too many things happening at once. I forgot to set the timer right when we started. Jeff, about how far are we into this so that I can just keep track? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I know roughly Two when days. we started. This is going to be like a Springsteen concert, right? We're going to like go all night, no <laughs> That's opener. Right. That's right. 
Uh, okay, so first of all, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. 20 minutes on poop and jizz? <laughs> wow. 14. 14. Okay. Jeff. So I know that some super duper Allison people had like a whole weekend of activities. I'm going to need to know what you guys did. Who wants to be your representative? I'm staring at Lisa. Okay. I'm going out into the crowd, you guys. Here I go. Okay. What did you guys do all weekend? Uh, we went to the Palm, and we did not get fingered. Or oh. sea fingering. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel I think I'm in the boat with is... Kelly. I don't understand what this is about. Yes. This is a reference to a dinner that we had about a year and a half ago. At the Palm. Margot Robbie was there, which was exciting. And then very near eventful. the end, there was this old couple in the back drunk can i also the the they were in a booth that was raised above the level of the floor from the rest so it was literally like they were on stage yes and they were making out and then he fingered her and it was like he finger banged her <laughs> digital entry i think yeah is the way you want to go it was clinical. so because, like, from where I was sitting, I could see him and the table and under the table. But also everybody That's in the so restaurant. Gross. Everyone could see. Every single person in the restaurant knew what was going on. All of the busboys and waiters just avoided half of the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, you'd see someone, like, until, walking towards and then just be like... Until they were done. Take a, take a <laughs> when turn. You, when you sit down in this restaurant, do they ask you fingering or non-fingering? They really should. Yeah. They really should. In the, old the in the old days, there was always a fingering That's section. Right. Yeah. Then you could finger people. on planes. <laughs> were they attractive people? No. They were okay. they were old, old Ooh. and unattractive. Oh. Old, yeah, yeah. It was. Ugh. Yeah. It wasn't really Helen wasted. Mirren getting fingered by Harrison sure? Ford. <laughs> Maybe he no. just lost his car keys. You don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. The last place you left. <laughs> and what where else did, did I leave it? <laughs> what else did you guys do? Not that that's not enough. Well, we were disappointed about not seeing that, but we were trying to get group tattoos, but Superfan Megan couldn't really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, boy, some controversy. Well, I am unemployed as of Friday and figured tattoos were not a responsible decision to make. Fuck that. I'll pay for a tattoo right now. I'll pay for a tattoo right now. (laughs) I got your tattoo. What's a tattoo cost these days? 115 hours, says the woman was... I mean, how, I, what, yeah. are, we get, are you oh, getting wait, your back done? <laughs> how big is it going to be, for Christ's sake? I mean, I'm willing to back it. I will, definitely, right now. Yeah, what was the group... What, was the, what, what is, once we throw down for this, what is the group <laughs> tattoo going to be? Yeah, good question. So, I wanted to get a heart with ARI YMBF in it. Oh, that's nice. Love that. Wonderful, beautiful, love it. <laughs> Megan wasn't sure hearts were her thing. Oh, and you're no, just using... I understand. Seems Look, like you're just using finances as an excuse. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You Okay, Megan and uh. Trice. And, oh, my God. You guys, they're wearing heart... They're I didn't wearing even notice. ears you around guys, their neck that is too on that is duck too. ribbons. Kelly, we'll break it down. Don't worry. <laughs> hearts. Oh, well, okay. So uh, the most sentimental, meaningful thing I can think to get is blog-related, which is something from Personal Effects, my favorite blog years. But it's about your dad's heart attack and a Tabasco bottle. Oh, named that. Dad. So I'm like, I don't love Tabasco sauce, so that's going to... Too many people are going to start conversations with me where, that are just misleading for them. Uh, so, yeah. I got the- if it makes you feel better, I don't know what tattoo I would get. And I am me. So <laughs> I can't figure out 
what would be the most meaningful thing either. But, oh, wait, did we, le- did we leave out weekend things or did we canvas it? Okay. It's very, a lot of drinking. Wonderful. Oh, my God, there's so many ears. I just realized that right now. <laughs> I thought you guys came from some sort of Van Gogh tour. <laughs> By the way, I think this woman would agree with me when I say, don't overthink the tattoo thing so much. (laughs) Go ahead and jump in. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to want to get some bangs, too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So given that this is uh, a podcast that's going to air this week, I have some live reads to do. Uh Now, I used to work for someone. And when he... <laughs> Are you booing the idea of a job? Yes. <laughs> and when he would do a live read, for some reason that is beyond me, the entire audience would like whoop it up. <laughs> like this was their, the thing that they had come to see. They love so when he makes money. I <laughs> expect... Such a great bit that he does. I expect nothing less from you guys. I have something to say. We've all seen a mouth-watering, healthy smoothie or acai bowl on Instagram. (laughs) And you think these are the kind of things I should be eating, but who has the time to make that every day? Jordan, wouldn't it be great if you could get those picture-perfect nutrients without having to hit the farmer's market and chop up a million fruits and veggies? Boy, it's... I, you're reading my mind. Is there a, a product or yes, service that I should is. be buying? Well, look, now you can get your superfoods fast with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest sends superfood eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, activated breakfast bowls, or quote-unquote nice cream vegan sundaes. Cups are stored in the freezer so they're ready whenever you are. Daily Harvest freezes all their ingredients at peak freshness, sealing in their nutritional value. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code Allison to get three items free off your first box. That's promo code Allison for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. You guys. Endlessly supportive. Thank you so much. There will just be two more. <laughs> okay, so we have... Maybe the people, maybe, I guess just Kelly, she's like, I'm not here for the podcast, I just need a Blue Apron code. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, blueapron.com slash, oh wait, they're not on this show, god damn it. Um, okay, so we have a fun game to play, which is, uh, it's just me or everyone, but we, we are turning it into even more of a game than usual, and also I will be taking some Just Me or Everyone submissions from you guys. If you have some, um, let's hear the song, and then I will explain how this is going to go, if I can remember. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay. So, I have collected Just Me or Everyone's from everyone on stage. There also might be a Hey Go Fuck Yourself and a deleted tweet, multiples of those. Uh, So, I am going to read the Just Me or Everyone, and the game is to guess which one of us uh, came up with it. Kelly, you're not going to do well on this. (laughs) But... We are each going to explain, like, going to give a pitch for a short one for why it's ours. So there's going to be some bluffing going on. Uh, and I am going to need 
either, ooh, a new idea. We could, either I could, uh, this is really a conversation to have had We've prior to We've been workshopping this for days, Allison. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could have a specific person from the audience guess, or we could just like take the temperature of the audience. Is that going to be too chaotic? Jordan, I, what do you think? I like the specific audience member guess. Okay, let's I think do that, that. That's clean. All right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> okay, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> Kelly's pointing to her friend. Um, she... Kelly's friend. Yeah, Kelly's yes. friend. Kelly's friend. friend. Kelly's friend. I will come to you. Um, remind me your name, <laughs> Kelly's friend. I am Justin. Justin. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to you when it's time for you to guess. Here is the Just Me or Everyone. I sometimes call my pet a different name because I like the thought of them being confused. <laughs> I sometimes call my pet, enjoy my butt, you guys. I sometimes call my pet a different name because I like the thought of them being... <laughs> for, for the folks listening at home, uh, Allison is doing some sort of butt dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good. Add a lot of like physical humor into your podcast. Yeah, isn't that? It really works well for the audience at home. Someone's calling my pet a different name because I like the thought of them being confused. This is me, of course, you guys. We have so many different names for Wendy. Wendy, Wendy Pumpkinhead. Her actual full name is Wendy Pumpkinhead Doodleberg Wigglestein Rosenquantz. So I enjoy calling her. We always come up with new names for her. David, why is this you? Um, <clears throat> I, I think it, the phonetic aspect of like an animal responding, I can't tell if it's just syllables or not. So if it's relatively close, just looking over and being like, Hey, Baba, the, and then I'm like, is that, is that me? <laughs> is that me? Okay? I like that. Yes. John. Uh, I have a golden retriever and they're dumb as a box of rocks. And to me, this is just an extension of the fake tennis ball throw. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just punk my dog all day long. Excellent. Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the idea that you're the, like, master of your pet's world, and if you just want to randomly change their name, you can. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I also, I mean, obviously we, like, project human emotions onto a pet, but I like it if they look at you, and you can project confusion onto them. It's a lot of fun. Also, in addition to calling my cat a different name, uh, I will sometimes call her a different animal. So I just, I like it when the cat walks into the room, and I'm like, hey, real quick, are you a snake? <laughs> it's fun for me uh, I don't have a lot going on also <laughs> just in general in life I don't want her to get too confident yeah. <laughs> she thinks the worst. she runs the it's house the fucking so. worst yeah. you gotta keep her on her heels Right. let's hear Jeff do you want to chime in you do have 13 cats that's why I have 13 cats and I, this is my cover for not being able to tell them apart and to keep track of the 13 cats' names. And also, cats don't come when you call them anyway. So this is my cover for my early-onset senility and just inability <laughs> to keep track of many cats. Do you feel like you have a sense of who it might be? Jordan was not convincing. <laughs> you said that in a very accusatory way. Yeah. I'm just playing the game. I think it might be Daniel. Daniel. Is that your final answer? Just, just say yes. It's easier. Okay, wonderful. Daniel, that is incorrect. It was, well, the person who, it could have been me, who, 
who causes his cat to be more neurotic than necessary, please stand up. Oh, shit, right? It, the guy you said that it wasn't. It was Jordan. Yeah. That just means that you seem like you're lying when you're telling the truth. Wow, yeah. So maybe this sit is with the, that for a while. Maybe this is part of my, part of my aforementioned <laughs> intimacy issues. Or they just feel like you have such integrity, like you would never lie to his cat. <laughs> it's a sacred bond between man and cat. <laughs> It is fun to call her a snake, though. I've been having a lot of fun calling the cat a snake. I actually always wonder, it seems like when shelters get dogs, they give them a name. And then when people adopt the dog, they give them a new name, which just goes to show that it really apparently doesn't matter what you call your pet. Wendy had a different name when we got her. Madison. Yeah, Madison. Gremlin Napchip. (laughs) (laughs) And I've often called her Madison to see if she remembers... Does she? It makes it sound like your dog went to private school. <laughs> it really does. I don't know. Your dog did a lot of shady shit on the lacrosse team. <laughs> well, the problem is Wendy doesn't look like she remembers when we call her Wendy either. So yeah, it's true. Uh, my cat is her name is Bug, but at the shelter her name was Sugar Cane, and I'd oh. be like, "Oh, we're gonna change that lame shit real quick." Right. <laughs> Do you feel like she has like a new, more bug-like personality? I think that was always her personality. I think the sugar cane thing was a mistake. What if it was just one lady at the vet or at the shelter that was like, every cat is sugar cane. Every cat they adopt, sugar cane. Her name's Ever sugar since cane. my husband died. Sooner or later, somebody's going to take it. Because <laughs> they're get, off so sweet. They must get real sick of coming up with names at the... Oh, I yeah, think they sugar. do. That's why it'll be like... Tito, Jermaine, Michael. Like, they'll just, they'll yeah. choose, like... Donatello, Leonardo. Oh, right, that? exactly. Yes, you'll see, like, a, just a spade of animals right. with themed it's names. like, you have to adopt This one them. is called Orange One. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one is A765460. Yeah. This one is pissed in my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's going next? Lisa <laughs> has been volunteered. <laughs> just me or everyone. I cannot stand a water bottle rolling around on the floor of the car or back seat while I'm driving. The sound of it sloshing around drives me crazy, and I have to pull over and put it somewhere secure. This one's mine. I can't fucking stand it. David? <laughs> I feel like I have a... T- they say, like, um, sensory sensitivity is a sign of, like, acute autism. And I know that's a common thing for everyone these days to say, like, I get a bit of ADD. Uh, or whatever, like I'm a bit OCD when it comes, but I really if I hear like a cat licking itself or a human like the fingering thing would have freaked me out if I could hear anything <laughs> happening. <laughs> I like it. I, so I have a I have a white noise machine, and I always I always set it to fingering. <laughs> I got a little tired of it's ocean insane. waves. It's repetitive, sure. But I sure. just said, uh, "Hey Alexa, play elderly fingering," <laughs> and it literally just sounds like a sarcophagus opening. It goes, <laughs> Oh, my back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so like the water bottle is an extension of that. It's just that weird, there's there's something to it. It drives me insane. I have to pull over, and um, when I have people in the car, they're a little put off by that. Same. Uh, I'll tell you why it's mine. Uh, I have two children. Uh, I have two car seats in my car. Nothing chicks dig more than a sensible car with two car seats. (laughs) And um, uh, inevitably, when I hear that, 
I assume that it is a sippy cup of milk oh, that no. one of my kids has left in the car 11 days ago and is now rolling around with green fur inside of it <laughs> because that's happened to me about five times. So I'm constantly trying to look back over my shoulder or reach over and get it because I'm afraid I'm going to have to delouse my car. Compelling argument, Jordan. Uh, I guess I'm afraid. I'm always afraid of that That thing that you hear of where something gets under the brake. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm just afraid that I will come to a sudden stop, my Perrier bottle will fly into the driver's seat, and then it'll get trapped under the brake, uh, and then I'll die, um, never having resolved these intimacy issues. Undoubtedly, someone heard Perrier and went, ooh, fancy you. It costs like a dollar nineteen. Yeah, I know. But it's always been associated yeah. with, ooh, look at a, a metal or a, a glass bottle. I'll be crushing my uh, brake pedal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, getting shards in my foot. (laughs) Important tangent, do you guys actually like Perrier? I I don't. Not really. It's kind of, it's too much. It's too much with its lack of flavor. I mean, I really like sparkling water. Uh, I know you're a Refresh A fan. I am. Though Um, today I'm drinking Propel, just to change it up. Yeah, you got to change it up. Um, Yeah, I think, like, usually Perrier is what's available, like, at, like, a gas station or something. Um, But, yeah, I would prefer, uh, you know, an Arrowhead. Right. Fun trivia, Propel is what makes Allison need to go pee in the middle of a show. It's true. The only time I've ever left a stage to pee was when we were doing two shows in Chicago. I was like, oh, this water's good in, in between shows. It was pretty boring, so I drank a bunch of them, and then I had to pee. Anyway, great story, Daniel. <laughs> okay, so why we is this? We have done a lot of poo material. It was about time for some <laughs> pee material. Equal time. Got to balance it out. Yeah, you got to balance it out. The problem with the water bottles in the back seat is that you try to reach for it while you're driving and get into an accident. So that's why I don't like them. Okay, great. <laughs> Daniel's you. really embraced this game, I feel like. He's yeah, actually selling it. Throwing himself I didn't, into it. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I was having a nice life. It's true. You wrote me into this podcasting thing. It's true. Oh, wow. when I... This, this <laughs> got very broad very quickly. Not about the game anymore. Kelly, Daniel is my husband. Okay, she got it. <laughs> when we first met, he let me know that he was not comfortable ever being interviewed or appearing on any of my various things that I do. And look at him now. Right. Well, you know, Slightly more comfortable. Like okay. Lisa, do you feel like you have a sense, a guess? I do. Jeff did not go, but I think it was you. <gasps> Correct! It's me! Wow. Oh my goodness. There you go. That's a true fan for you. It really is. She sees right through you. I know. Thank you. You get a prize later. Make sure to come up. It's probably something you already own. Okay. Let's switch it up and do. <laughs> Let's switch it up and do something like. A hey, go fuck yourself. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Person. Spooky. It did. Yeah. It's the cavernous room. Yeah. Uh, Person who, when you are telling them you are out of a job, says, are you loving the time off? Okay. (laughs) This, people with their questions that just 
poke on your vulnerability like poking on a bruise. This is like to the person who just graduated. Oh, what are you going to do next? I don't know. I just graduated. I don't know. I'm out of a job. Give me a break. As if I'm not thinking constantly about finding my next job. It is, I'm not <laughs> loving the time off. Loving time off is a vacation. Yes. Unemployment, you can't love it. I mean, you can, but it's hard. That's so, the worst thing about it. It's like you pray for time off and then you get un unemployed. You have all this time off and you can't enjoy it. That's right. So sorry, that person sorry. can go fuck themselves. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. David? Am I supposed to weigh in on that? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I, uh... <laughs> this, this is me? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, see, the Hang thing about it is... Listen, you're out. <laughs> We each are explaining why this oh, is our... We're doing that with yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I should oh, okay. have explained that. This, we're sorry. each doing that with this. It's a well-oiled machine here. Apologies. David, I think no probably, problem. Maybe this is all part of his elaborate bluff. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> He's a... He always... You're playing 4D chess over there. <laughs> Try and... Yeah, I mean, they're really... Someone's going to have to guess, and they'll be considering guessing me. That's up to you. <laughs> wow. Cryptic. It's on you. <laughs> It could be me. Uh, maybe I'm just really good at uh, throwing this, you guys off the scent on this one. John? <laughs> I found that compelling. Um, <laughs> I think it is sort of, in my mind, it's an extension of people who always have to, they're uncomfortable with bad news, so they have to look for the positive. Like the people who are like, oh, your mom died? Well, at least she's not suffering anymore. Yeah, and she it's had like, a good oh, life. you're right. No, I'm fucking totally psyched she's dead. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> That's my point. I was bummed until you said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think people who do that, like, mean well, they are trying to, like, just pull, they, you know, they don't want to get into a, a depressing conversation. But, yeah, I think it's people who are kind of, like, uncomfortable with anything that's kind of a bummer. Uh, but, yeah, I think there's that idea of, like, no, like, it's time off, but it's time off where you don't want to spend money. So you just, it's time off where you, you know, sit in your house and, you know, rent movies at the library. Like, that's not a vacation. That's, yeah, and it's a, right, it's making light of the state of terror that you're in. Yes. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff? Yeah, this is the comment for people that have never been self-employed or freelance. So they've never been between a job on a regular basis. So, yeah, those people can... Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I should have chosen someone to go next. Who's it going to be? Who feels like they have a sense of who... There's a prize. There's a prize on the line. <laughs> All right. Megan got it correct. She guessed Jordan. He... <laughs> Good like, work. At the end of a magic trick. He's, it's in the box. He's in the box over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Time for another read. Time for another live read. Woo! Oh, my God. The crowd has grown. <laughs> I did an unintentional fake out because I was looking at the cards and then I threw that out. So thank you, guys. I want to talk about Hubble Contacts. Our own Alan Moss, uh, husband of Jenna, who I mentioned at the very beginning of the show. They both just had a baby. Uh, he is a super-duper fan of Hubble Contacts. Um, I'm going to be getting these. Yeah, you need to because our baby is grabbing your He's glasses. He's now grabbing my glasses every time I hold them. By the way, Alan also pooped during the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's real anything goes, you know? You can't control yeah. it. You're, You're just, just drinking in the a moment. pint glass of that salad I think you dressing. just did it out of solidarity so she wouldn't <laughs> feel really bad. Nice. I think that's the sweetest. Um, what he said about Hubble contacts is they're really comfortable. They're really thin. Um, you guys, are you tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses? Do you overwear your contact lenses to save money? What if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less? 60 contacts for $30. Do the math. That's a dollar a day. That's half the price of the other brands. Go to Hubble contacts.com and get your first two weeks free. Um, so contacts are expensive because four companies control 97% of the market until now. Hubble sells directly to you so they can offer contacts for half the price. Getting contacts has never been more affordable and convenient. Go to hubblecontacts.com to get your first two weeks of lenses for free. That's 15 pairs of lenses for free. You really can't beat this deal. Hubble is offering my listeners two weeks of free contacts. I don't even need contacts and I want to get them. Go to hubblecontacts.com and get 2020 vision for half the price. That's Hubble, H-U-B-B-E. L-E-contacts.com. Okay. What a deal. I love deals. All right. Here we go. Just smear everyone. Oh, who's going to guess this one? Who wants to be put? Okay, it's going to be Becky. Yay! Every time... Every time Allison says Lisa Lowry, I hear Mr. Lowry, Mr. Lowry from the movie Brazil. It's obviously me. I love the movie Brazil. I never stop talking about it. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> we are going to start a podcast <laughs> called Mr. Lowry, Mr. Lowry, We Love Brazil. Correct. <laughs> Can't wait, John. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I... I Basically, spent most of my adolescence, teenage years, and 20s obsessively watching movies and memorizing them. So if I get, if something sort of falls into the cadence or the rhythm of a movie line, that is, it's almost like getting a song stuck in your head, like, my name is Michael, like, ah! (laughs) So that's me. Michael, Michael felt like that. I was doing that. Okay, anyway, moving on. Jordan? Yes, similar. I feel like I also, uh, yes, I also have to relate everything back to a movie or TV show. Um, that's just how my inner life works. Uh, yeah, I always, you know, uh, every time uh, we're talking about the price of something, I feel like I always have to yell, I'll buy that for a dollar from RoboCop because uh, <laughs> I don't want to engage anyone on any kind of meaningful level. Um, yeah, so uh, so yes, this is me. I definitely, uh, I definitely take real-world conversations and transfer them over into movie quotes. And Brazil's an easy one to do that with. Awesome cast, awesome plot, really cool third act. Just great. You've totally seen this movie. 100%. You just, you have you just gave seen away our movie. first episode. Terry Gilliam. This is 100% me because I am a huge movie fan and love Terry Gilliam movies, and everything reminds me of movies too. So obviously, it's me. Jeff? He's going to need your microphone. This is also me because I love movies, and then I also think it when I see Lowry's seasoning salt. Ooh. All right, Becky, what do you think? I'm torn, but I'm going with John. Will the correct person who, uh, the, uh, stand up? <laughs> it was Jeff! All right, so far, we have... Sorry, what? 
<laughs> John, you've been accused of being a convincing uh, liar. You sound like every woman I've dated. <laughs> Speaking of movies, John, you went to a movie by yourself the other day. And I you did. were starting to tell us just in a sort of pre-show small talk. And I said, ah, wait, save that for the show. Uh, it was, it was uh, largely unremarkable, but my wife had an event last night and we had a babysitter. So I had that like, ooh, ah, ah. So I, uh, <laughs> I went to a movie by myself, which, you know, arguably very sad for a grown man on a Saturday. Um, but I went and saw American Made and, uh, at the Arclight and... About three-quarters of the way through the film, the guy in front of me uh, pulled out his phone and watched a call that was on silent ring a million times and then started to send a text to that person with his phone on, like, full bright. You oh, know what I mean? Man. And um, And I, I thought, I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, put your fucking phone away. And then afterwards, he's like... Uh, that guy from Talk Soup told me to put my phone away. What an asshole. <laughs> so, so I kept my mouth Ooh, shut. Greg Kinnear? And no, then, no, no. Uh, you should just... And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just send and, him a text. And, uh, and, uh, and then the guy sitting next to him went, excuse me, sir, really loud, and he put it away. Nice. But I was like, I just wondered, like, at, at what point do you get to go, dude, we paid $3 extra per ticket, so fuckheads like you wouldn't do this. Yeah, I always rely on there being like a bigger dick in the audience to like do that for me. Um, yeah, I, I actually thought where you were going with that was he pulled out his phone and started watching another movie. <laughs> like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to watch the second Lord of the Rings. I, like, I had the movie Gravity ruined for me in 3D because a guy sitting by himself with a giant tub of popcorn was like grabbing a handful of popcorn and then literally just like holding it against his face and going like like a horse's feed bag literally just mouch you know like mowing the whole thing until it was gone and then scraping the barrel and it was like i just i for some reason i panicked and i couldn't say anything i wanted to fucking stove his head I uh, I kind of I have I don't know if this is a popular opinion or not. Just mirror everyone that the trailer section of movie is like the trailer portion of the night is not the sacred space that the movie is. So I think there's I agree. A, a little bit of leeway while the trailers are playing for you know chatter and like finishing up texts and you know getting your kind of movie popcorn shit together. Uh, but that was really testing. I was that uh, that my opinion was tested on that when uh, I was in a movie and there was a a tween uh, mm. playing a, like a phone game, like Angry Birds or something, through the through the trailers, and I'm like, shit! I, this is something I believe very strongly is that you should be able to fuck around during trailers. But if this continues into the movie, I'm going to have to say something. Um, did th- you think about what you were going to say? I did. Yeah. What was it going to be? Um, hey, can you put that away? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you? That's good. I'm not assertive. I was going to do that. <laughs> and then I was going to poop in my pants. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the uh, end of the story, the tween put it away for the movie. So we, uh, that tween good. and I share the same opinion. Good, good. Um, so I have a story. And then we're going back to the game. Uh, I was at CVS recently picking up some prescriptions. Uh, and I was in the, you know, there's like that limit line of like wait here which is 10 feet behind the counter i don't know why so i was waiting there and there's a woman behind me and i was just on my phone 
which I always, I'm surprised I'm not on my phone right now. I wish I were. Um, so, and, and I hear someone say, oh, wow, that's a beautiful engagement ring. And I realize she's talking to me and I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, and just something about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put, put a ring on it, right? <laughs> and she goes, that, that must have been a wonderful day. But something about the conversation was making me uneasy. And I never know, am I, this is my eternal question. Am I picking up on something? Am I a paranoid bitch? Which one is it? Um, when strangers are talking to me. She's holding a pair of garden shears where he just snips off your finger and takes a ring. And well, that's the fear, you yeah. know. You can't be too sure. So anyway, um, and, and I say, oh, yeah, yeah, it was. And I'm like trying to be friendly but also feeling uneasy, uh, weirdly uneasy, but then telling myself I shouldn't be feeling uneasy and like just, it's, again. And I feel like hopefully other women can relate to that thing constantly in public of just like, I want to be nice. I want to be safe. Those are not the exact same things. Am I, I'm getting up for the listener at home, listeners at home, Kelly, I'm getting a lot of nods. Um, yeah. And I think that I probably err too much on the side of, according to my team of therapists, (laughs) err too much on the side of, not oops of not listening to my gut so the older i get the more i'm trying to just listen to my gut because if my gut is telling me something that strikes me as like mean or unfair or judgmental then i don't want to give in to it so for that reason i'm i think i err too much on the side of being nice i don't know i think it again going back to the word banging i think it depends (laughs) on whether or not it's coming from a man or a woman if it's coming from a little old lady it's one thing if it's coming from a man in an overcoat you know what I mean? Well, Suddenly that's different, yeah. Who has, a, who has a coin that he's shifting between his knuckles. <laughs> right. right, and then he pulls open yeah. his overcoat and he's, he's like selling stuff. He's yeah. wearing an overcoat with bare shins. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, now it's not starting to feel a little creepy. You know what I love? Being shocked. How about you? <laughs> right, but this was a, a woman... So it was, it was a, like a, a middle-aged woman. So it was weird that I was getting a weird feeling. How but much there was time just... had elapsed? Like she says, nice ring. You say, oh, thanks. And then are you having all these thoughts? You're just like staring into the ceiling? <laughs> I have them very quickly. Okay. <laughs> they're, very, they're almost imperceptible. Was the fear that she was going to look at you and go, what's it like having someone to love you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, think, I don't know what the fear was. The fear was she just was too into my ring. Like I wanted to do one of these, like where I tuck it under. Sort of like when you surreptitiously lock the car doors, but you don't want the person to see. And does anyone know what I'm talking about or am I inside my own head? It's both. Anyway, so um, so she's like, oh, that must have been a wonderful day. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then um, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm married, actually. I just don't wear my wedding ring. <laughs> so anyway, um, and so then I get called up. How does and, she know the difference? Well, oh, uh, usually if you're married, you have an engagement ring and a wedding ring. Oh. Yes, and I actually do have a wedding band, but for... For various reasons, I just wear the engagement ring so that I can get into awkward conversations at CBS. <laughs> so I get called up, and I'm now giving them my name and my birth date and all that. And But I'm thinking, you weren't very nice to that woman who was trying to be nice to you. You should turn around. I like, should right. I turn around and say something? Oh, thank you so much for complimenting my ring. Like, no, that's silly. Right. Anyway, then she's called up to the counter next to me. So I'm not looking, but I'm listening. And the guy, and she keeps saying, yes, sir, okay, sir, to everything the clerk is saying, like, yes, sir, 
okay, sir. Thank you, sir. And now I'm like, okay, so there is, like, I am picking up on something. I don't know what, probably not dangerous, but like I'm picking up on something slightly off about her. And then he says about the card reader, oh, you don't have to put it in there. Thank you, David. This is why we're going to do a Brazil podcast together. Because he holds <laughs> me. She, so about the card reader, oh, you don't have to put it in there. And she goes, that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> right. And you look over and she's getting five boxes of Monistat 7. You're like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> so here's my question. Does her saying, does her making a that's what she said joke, which category does that put her in? I, I mean, I think maybe she was just trying to set you up for a that's what she said or something. <laughs> like, is there some way nice wedding ring could lead to that's what she said? Did she look for a reaction? Like, she did, I, she did kind of have her face down, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing you can see, her like, oh, the ring looked- blinking. The, yeah, I don't think she did. Yeah, checks out. <laughs> Like you would say something, like she was waiting for you to say something like, oh, the ring it was originally, <laughs> the ri- ring was originally so small, I almost couldn't fit it in. And then she goes, that's what she said. <laughs> Fucking blows everybody's mind. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess there's really no where we're going the last, with this. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, I'm out. always, I guess as a, as a, as a, as a man, I feel like, yeah, the like safety thing is less of a concern. I just, I feel like my greatest fear is like, Someone will tell me about a conspiracy theory, like oh, casually. Yeah. I definitely have had an Uber driver that I started chatting with, and then you know the Earth is flat. Oh shit! You know, <laughs> where do you go from there? Yeah, I guess you just politely listen to why the Earth is flat, and then uh, ask to be dropped off uh, right. a half a mile away. And we're yeah, done. five stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was I was driving in a in a. A Uber once, and it was totally silent. The guy didn't have the radio on, and I realized that struck me as like, oh shit, I guess all of these guys are at least playing something in here, and this is a little weird for this to be silent. And he's an older guy, Hawaiian shirt, you know, tucked into his elastic shorts, and, you know, silent Uber ride, and I'm like, oh shit, this is weird, this is weird, this is weird. And he goes, uh, this is the first thing he said to me, all right. He didn't even like greet me as I got in the car. He's like, you know, I read an interesting article recently. Oh, oh no. Like, oh, no. shit. I'm like, here we go. Oh, false flag. Oh, inside job. Here it comes. And he's like, you know, I read an interesting article recently. I'm like, oh, yeah? What was it about? And he's like, you know, that Charlie Sheen has AIDS. <laughs> this is this year, by the way. Right. Uh, and I was like... Yeah, it's a you know, it's a it's a shame. He's that, uh, that feels like the entirety of the article, though. Just Charlie Sheen has yeah. it. What else is in that article? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and where is okay. he re- anyway? And then I, my response was, "Yeah, well, Apocalypse Now was a great movie, which Charlie Sheen isn't right. in." I was thinking of Platoon. I think the only proper response to that is, "Fuck, now I got to get tested." <laughs> Thank you for telling me, sir. Well, I'm going to change my location on here really quick. (laughs) All right. But what does it say about you that he thought that was what you'd be interested in? I don't know. Oh, I feel like this guy has one track. Right. Like he's looking in the rear view mirror going, he looks like he's got a low T cell count. Hey, (laughs) let me me bring up my AIDS story and see if I can flush him out of the bush. (laughs) You look like you're on the cocktail. (laughs) Yeah. I put in my location as Dallas Buyers Club. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bad person. (laughs) 
All right, who's going next? We have another Jasmir, everyone. Oh, wait. Okay, yes. What's your name? Carmel. Carmel. Oh, hi. Carmel, hello. Um, okay, here we go. Jasmir, everyone. Whenever I see dead bugs in the bottom of a light fixture that only has like one or two bugs, I always wonder, why didn't they tell their friends? How are they the only ones who found the entrance? Was it a VIP entrance or did a trick entrance or, or excuse me, stumbled over my own words, or a trick entrance that only lures in the dumbest bugs? Are there dumb bugs? How smart are the smartest bugs? Are there moths who consider free will and then fly away from light just to show themselves they are not slaves to its brightness? And do they live the rest of their days in a cave somewhere pining for sweet, sweet light? This is obviously mine. I just explained like all the thoughts I had at CVS. This is how my brain works. It's me, David. Yes, I also look up at light fixtures and wonder that. I, I, I assume it's because when people see one or two bugs, maybe they just clean it out. Um, but yeah, I always kind of wonder, like, what's going on? Why aren't there a thousand bugs in there? Yep. Uh, I just, f- first of all, this is me, and it's because I always make the analogy of, like, I always relate things to myself, and I'm like, if I were walking by, say, a restaurant and there were five dead bodies at the door, <laughs> I wouldn't go, well, let me step on over them and open it. You know what I mean? It's like, don't they just go, oh, fuck, that's... I'm concerned, but would yeah, Guy Fieri steer me wrong? Exactly. I'm gonna, you guys I'm will gonna try never the trash can evolve nachos. if you can't figure out your fallen comrades. <laughs> yeah, this is me. I definitely, uh, I mean, I mean yeah, you're always hearing about how bugs are the most dominant species and they're about how they'll outlive us all but this behavior is so stupid you would think that they would figure this shit out for such a prevalent species uh they sure are making a lot of mistakes figure it out bugs <laughs> daniel yeah i was recently cleaning out this light fixture in the um outdoor we have this outdoor hallway and there were probably ten thousand moths stuffed into a very small area and you're just like guys Outdoor hallway. This is literally a moth holocaust. It's the moth Pompeii. That's yeah. really what it is. <laughs> Perhaps this is not the place to hang. Mm-hmm. Jeff, he's going to need your microphone every time. He's going to need it every time. I. This is totally me because I wonder: is that the greatest place? Is this the greatest destination for all moths? They're all dying to get in there, and only the lucky few get into that hot spot. All moths go to light, and then they're dead. Guys are all jealous. Murray got in. How come I didn't get in? Murray's dead. He doesn't know it. (laughs) Right. That light was worth dying for. Right. All right. Carmel, do you have a guess? Guess. This is very difficult because all of you I know are good writers. Hmm. Jeez. No, no. You really, you are, John. I'm more of a storyteller. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it's Daniel. Ooh, the guess is Daniel. Will, the person who is obsessed with bugs and fixtures, please stand up. It was me. You really played it with that same kind of gee whiz. I don't really know what we're doing, like, vibe, which I think was great. That was well played. Let's wrap it up. My parking's going (laughs) to, my meter's going to expire soon. (laughs) All right. Just, oh, who wants to go next? Yeah, there we go. Here we go. What's your name? Dylan. Dylan. Did I meet you last year? 
Hello. You do nice have to see kind you of again. a Dave Grohl vibe. About yeah, you. Dylan Grohl. <laughs> Dylan Grohl. His younger brother. Sometimes when I'm fumbling for something like a key, I can't get into a lock for too long. I think, so is this going to be the rest of my life? Yes. I have this when I'm fumbling for keys, trying to get them into a lock. And also when I'm waiting outside of a bathroom and I think that there's someone inside. And then I'm like, what if there's actually no one inside? How will I, like, what will change to make me realize that there's, I'm just waiting outside of an empty stall, just the passage of time. That was deep, David. That was deep. <laughs> um, I kind of tuned out during the... Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm going to move on. That, Definitely I'm gonna read, was you. I'm going to read it again. Okay. For the benefit of everyone. You're out, though. <laughs> Sometimes. This is my move. This is the. Oh, you're right. You this might thing. Sometimes when I'm fumbling for something like a key, I can't get into a lock for too long. I think. So is this going to be the rest of my life? Yes, I can weigh in on that because it, of course, was me. Uh, the, those dogs that Higgins had would always be chasing around Magnum PI, and he'd have to race out to the Ferrari, and he'd get. Ri- and this happened like in numerous places where he was doing some PI work. Dogs would come running, and then he'd be like, and then he would just do this inner monologue, like just just worry about the task at hand, just get the key in. And then so I try to do that when the key is hacked because you can think about other things like, oh, it's cold. What if I drop it? There's a thing down there. The the, the parking, whatever. And so I employ that tactic a lot. And, but when I drop something, say, off the table, and then you reach down the first time, you're like, ah, <laughs> <that> again. <laughs> and then you go to pick it a second. And then it, like, you can't get your fingers on it. You can't quite th- manage the motor skills to pick it up. And then like the third time, I'll have to stand up and be like, if I can't pick up this fucking thing, <laughs> I'm just walking out into the sea. And then I'll like really grab it and make sure, like, what was that all about? Like, I really, I feel like the object is being obnoxious at that point. Yeah, like when your hand turns into one of those claws in the arcade. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> pawing at something and can't get it. It's weird when that I need happens. my keys or a stuffed Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> one of the two. Uh, first Done. of all. Uh, this one's mine, but you almost convinced me that it was you, and I'm a little fucking thrown off yeah. by you suddenly making a case. Go back to being predictable. Um, I here's my. It's for me. It's all about my level of frustration. Like in that moment, it feels like forever for me, and it just. It's amusing to me because my day could be great right up to that moment. I could be walking home going, hey, I'm having a great day. I can't... Oh, for fuck's sake, come on. Like, that's my level of frustration. So, Yeah, I, I, have that, I have that feeling that a lot of men... But this is mine, by the way. I have that feeling that a lot of men of my generation do. It's like, oh, I don't know how to do anything. Like, I have that I can't build anything feeling. So I feel like if I... If something happens with my key and it fucks with the lock, I don't know what to do and I just have to be homeless. <laughs> like, uh, maybe a locksmith exists. I don't know how to get a hold of one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely, I, it, when, when I have a problem with something slightly mechanical, it, it brings, uh, I, I am reminded of my own incompetence. Mm. Daniel? Uh, yeah, this one's mine. Um, you'll find yourself doing the thing where you're trying to get the key in the lock and you can't do it or you're reaching for something and, and you can't grab it and then some time passes and you think, holy shit, I'm still trying to do this thing. Fuck, 
I'm going to be doing this forever. I can't, like, I can't believe I'm still trying to get this fucking key in the lock. That's right. Jeff? This is definitely me because when this happens and you're getting in your advanced years, you start to think, well, I used to be able to do this. I never had a problem with this. Is this an isolated incident or is this the beginning of the end? Is this the start (laughs) of the long, slow decline into not being able to do anything physically ever? This is a sad, poignant one. I know, but yet I relate so strongly to my own. Uh, Dylan, who do you think? I think it was John. Will the author of this JMO please stand up? <laughs> oh no! Two people stood up. I just liked it a lot. It was good. Yeah. It was Daniels. It was Daniels. All right. Oh, I need to tell you guys about Casper. Just in time for Halloween. Thunderous. After a long day of guessing just me or everyone's, you need to go home and sleep on a really amazing, super comfortable, but surprisingly affordable mattress. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported uh, in part by Casper, delivering an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. So uh, that... How many of you guys actually are familiar with Casper? I think at this point everyone is. They... This, this way that we used to buy mattresses where you go to a store and you try out a bunch of mattresses, um, studies have shown that that actually, like trying out a mattress for a few minutes in a store doesn't correlate to happiness with your mattress. So Casper came along and was like, beds are marked up so much, we're just going to cut out the middleman, sell directly to you. And you order it online, it shows up in a box, you're like, how is there an entire bed in that like pretty big box, but still not bed size? You, there's, there's a cutting tool, you open it, you watch it unfurl, and then you sleep well ever after. Um, Casper mattresses feature supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce, and there's risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free deliver to delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. Mattresses are made in America. Special offer for listeners of Alice and Rosen is your new best friend. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash BFF and using the promo code BFF. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Big fans of terms and conditions here. They, they I... love them. I know that this is a bit put on. But I have to say, my spirit soars when I hear that. Yeah. Um, That's sad. I feel like terms and conditions should be in every marriage vow. (laughs) Right. Terms and conditions apply. (laughs) But that applause. And every singles ad should end with, or best offer. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's so true. Okay. No drama. Would you say no drama? Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to go next? I hate drama. Hello, what is your name? Um, I have a cold, so I'll just... I'll just, I'll just hear you from here. What is your name? <clears throat> Jessica. Jessica. Thank you. Did I meet you last year, too? Nice to see you again. Thank you for coming out and getting all of us sick. Before you okay. start. I feel like that applause would be a good alarm clock noise. Oh, on your it phone. would. Wouldn't that be a good way to wake up? Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, I'll get up. 
You wait, literally wake up every morning like, oh, time for an encore. <laughs> <laughs> time to say goodbye on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Daniel, your applause is going off. You're sleeping through your applause. <laughs> you wake up every morning like Springsteen. Oh, I just let's do Pink Cadillac and wrap this up. <laughs> okay, just me or everyone. Is it just me, or will you never look worse than you do in the mirror of an airplane bathroom? Dark circles under your eyes, wrinkles, flaws in your skin never look worse than they do in an airplane bathroom. This is mine. I think it's clear that I'm vain. Um, yeah, what is up with the lighting in there? I feel like it's like on purpose to make you only take a few seconds in the bathroom or something. It's atrocious. 100% agree. Every flight I get on, race to the bathroom, get a look in that mirror. <laughs> Just never satisfied. I splash my face with the water. I rub the towels on it. Nothing. I look awful. All of them. Every airline. Even hip like Virgin America. With their mood lighting. Yeah, it's all cool and LED and soft. I look like a goddamn troglodyte. It's horrible. I don't care for it at all. It's mine. John? I, uh... I don't know. I feel like a plane is... Do you remember, like, the movie Joe versus the Volcano? The yes. lighting in the office? that It's that awful blue fluorescent lighting, and it's just... I don't know. I've ever, like, I walk into the bathroom feeling good, and then I, I'm like, I, I can't believe nobody stoned me on my way <laughs> to my seat. It, it's like a bit... It's, uh, you know, it's just a thing that I have where I'm, I always look at it, and I'm like, uh, I thought I looked pretty good when I left the house, and apparently my face is melting. <laughs> Jordan? Yeah, I, I feel like any just, it, it doesn't matter how long the flight is. This is mine, by the way. Uh, I, it doesn't matter how long the flight is. It could be like that, you know, that 45-minute flight to San Jose or, you know, 10 hours to Europe. Like, being on a plane just makes you feel like your worst self, like you are dirty and hungover, like you drank too much and then rolled in sand and then <laughs> put your clothes on over the sand. Like, no matter... It, yeah, it's just like you you feel so bad on a plane and I feel like that mirror reflects that back at you. It's like, oh, you feel like, yeah, this is also what you look like and uh, <laughs> just fucking get used to it, ugly. <laughs> Daniel? Yeah, and and... I'll do that thing where I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to look good in that mirror with the idea that if I can look good in this mirror, I can look good everywhere. <laughs> but it never works. Jeff? It's like the opposite of the Nordstrom's mirror. Yeah. yeah, this is totally me because flying is such an objectionable experience and you think, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you get in the bathroom and it's like you're in Helen, Kel Helen Keller's attic in... Holland, you're just like crouched down and everything's weird and too small and nothing's in the right place. Wait a minute, did Anne Frank room with Helen Keller? <laughs> oh, that's what I meant, Anne Frank. Did they have uh, a... Yeah, you're... She can't see anything, have... put her in the attic. Have I, have I established... It. Have I established... She's that... not quiet, by the way, either, so... If you I... are looking to hide Mother from us, she's clapping yeah. up She's yelling, yeah, she doesn't know. This is clearly me. Have I established that improv is not my strong smooth? <laughs> By the way. Thank you. Right. There's yes, your Helen, sitcom. Water, yes. yes. <laughs> there is your sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm baffled by Keller the Keller and Frank. <laughs> from the makers of Rizzoli and Isles. <laughs> like Lewis and Martin. <laughs> Martin and Lewis. Keller and Frank. All right. That's all I have. I'm going out on top. Thank you. <laughs> 
Hey, Helen, I heard you were hiding from some Nazis with some very unusual names. <laughs> I heard you didn't hear any of it. <laughs> Third base. <laughs> okay, Jessica, who do you think uh, the airplane Just Me or Everyone belongs to? <gasps> Will? Yeah. Yes, good job. It's Good like being call. in a fucking dreaded... It's like being in a children's store. It's like mirror, mirror on the wall. Please make every pore on my nose look the size of a nickel. It, it literally, <laughs> I, I, I just feel like I look terrible. It's always the shortest room on the plane. Uh, there's normally two temperatures on a plane. There's frostbite and ball sweat, so I've usually got some <laughs> swamp ass going. It's just a fucking awful experience. Figure that shit out. Give me like a five-beer buzz lighting in there and let me at least walk back to my seat going, oh, at least I look all right. Amen. All right. And we have a deleted tweet. Now, remember, we all wrote this deleted tweet. Thank you for prefacing that. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't wasn't singling anyone out. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Not so sweet. The 30 minutes. Maybe that thought is incomplete. Think I'll be a quick retreat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Shout out to Trap Dog for all these songs. Okay, here's a tweet that I think of tweeting and then I keep not tweeting it. Can't stop farting. <laughs> we collaborated on that one. <laughs> Obviously, it's mine. Enough said. <laughs> oh, that is definitely mine because I I think of like this the nonsense that is Twitter and like how it, nothing's really like valuable. Like people will put those tweets are like this is everything or like this and I think like, <laughs> this That's thread like, this thread check out this thread and I always want to tweet like can't stop farting. And hopefully it just shows up right in there. So we're like, this is everything. Can't stop farting. And then just updates. Still still farting. (laughs) BRB. Or you're just like, wait, I stopped. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Still going. It was just an intermission. Um, No, this one's mine. Uh, I have mentioned this before. My wife and I do not fart in front of each other. And so you end up housing them for the day until your partner goes. Here's my thing. My wife's always like, you're going to stay up. Why don't you come to bed? And it's like, because I got to fucking, I need like 40 minutes to fart after you go to bed. I've been holding it. I'll be in the shed. All day long. So it's literally just let, let it all rip. And that's why I wanted to write. Yeah, um, by the way, um, yeah, I think I, I like I like the idea of kind of getting Twitter back to its roots of just a silly nonsense delivery system. Now it's all about you know, what is the president a Nazi? Think about that. Yeah, let that sink in. Yes, this <laughs> clap clap hands hands. <laughs> this is not normal. Uh, what is the yeah? And I think about what is the dumbest thing you can tweet. Uh, can't stop farting. It's got to be it. But you got to put the hand claps in between. Everyone. <laughs> can't stop farting. This is everything. Daniel? Is it normal to fart this much? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was mine, but it was it wasn't meant to be funny. It was a cry for help. Oh. <laughs> and Jeff, this never is me. gonna remember. I tweet this re- repeatedly because it's just so super relatable, and it's just yeah. I think it makes you really attractive to That's ladies the ladies too. Sure. So. Yeah. Double win. 
All right. Um, once again, I did I, I forgot to solicit someone to answer this one, didn't I? I am terrible at this game. Um, however, does anyone want to guess? Does anyone feel like they know? Ooh. Ray? There's a prize on the line. If it weren't for the... Uh... Ray guesses me. That is correct. <laughs> I constantly want to tweet it. it was, it's very on brand, honey. I constantly want to tweet it. I think it would be funny. And then I'm like, it might just be too gross. However, here's the weird thing. It's mine. When we were talking and David, you gave your pitch, I was like, oh my God, do you think that too? <laughs> That's how convincing it was. So, uh, Kelly, I have said before that I want Daniel and me or I, all of us, Daniel and Allison, I want them to have a situation where our bathroom doors are kept open all the time because to me, like, then we really have true trust and intimacy. However, yesterday... And no sex. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Look, you got to pick your battles. Yesterday, Daniel walked in on me in the bathroom and I realized, oh, I don't want this. That door has been getting wider and wider every week. It's, it's yeah, not... I don't close the door when I'm in there. I just think that, like, oh, he'll know not to come in because clearly I'm in here. Yeah. Daniel, Mr. Private Shits. <laughs> <laughs> Privacy is a great thing when you're going to the bathroom. Well, yeah, I, I, like, I, I'm saying I didn't appreciate when you came stumbling in. Barge, barging in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just didn't... do it. Maybe just do it once a year on your anniversary. Right. <laughs> I, like... I got to say, though, that's why they put a knob on the door. That's why they put up the door there. Is that you're supposed to go ahead and close that. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I have tried to explain doors to her in the past. <laughs> it's they weird. even worked on making the keyhole smaller over time for that reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing's getting out of there. You used to be able to just climb right through the keyhole. You didn't even huge. have to open you it. Look yeah. in there, smells it wafted right. out. And I'm like, we gotta close that shit up. I like <laughs> the idea of him trying, Daniel taking out a credit card and trying to pick the lock <laughs> to get it. I don't understand. I, did, I had no idea you were in here. <laughs> I don't have a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I don't like to close. I don't know what my issue with doors is. I guess you don't like to feel trapped. You don't like to feel like there's no, no. method of escape. Honestly, it's, the shit it's goes not down. that. Excuse it's that pun. we have one of those cheapo Bed Bath & Beyond mirrors that hang over the door mm-hmm. that's hanging on the door. And then also there's like a bunch of cords on the ground. Do you look good in the mirror? I look okay. Okay. So when you close the door, it sounds like this. That's not what it sounds like. It makes a loud noise. It, yes, I can't, I, I can't, I don't have the Foley artistry here to do it. But it like goes flack, 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 flack. And then also it closes on the cord and it's just not worth it. But you know what's worse than that? Yes, that's what it sounds like. You know what's worse than the sound of a mirror banging against the door? Seeing your wife on the toilet? Sound of your wife farting into a toilet. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's, it's essentially at that point, it's like a Rico Lahorn, right? It yeah. just magnifies it. <laughs> it really I was not farting. If I had been, <laughs> you would have known not to come in. Aha. Oh, you, yesterday, you mean? <laughs> I have to make a point, though, about the. Because <clears throat> I feel strongly about this, and now I'm upset that I didn't think of it for a hey, go fuck yourself. Um, If you're the kind of person who goes into a public restroom setting, either at a party or on a plane or at a function, and you try the bathroom door and it's locked, and then you knock, go fuck yourself. Hey, you are a terrible, terrible person. 
Like, who is the person that's like, I don't understand the door. Is everything okay in there? Like, who is so comfortable taking a shit in public that they just while away the time? Oh, I'd completely forgotten. I, you know, thank you for alerting me. Right. Uh, I think there like so I guess sometimes I have anxiety when there's a locked public restroom and then I guess I wonder am I supposed to be asking for a key? Uh, I only go to yes. gas stations by the <laughs> way. I don't go anywhere other than gas stations. This happened to me recently in a gas station where I was a per- I was I had finished urinating, I was washing my hands. This is how Im- impulsive like impatient the person was. They knock. I I said, "Yep." And then you could hear the water running. And then I hear in the distance, is there a key? It's locked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, does my voice not work? I said, <laughs> yeah. And the, and the sink. I oh, fuck that guy. So I'm with you on that. It's like, it, do they think somebody has fallen down and hurt themselves? Like, <laughs> what could be going on in I there? Should, I should help. Is everything okay? They're like, this is my chance to be a hero. <laughs> if I even touch the public door and it, it is locked, I then feel Oh no, the person in there knows I have to go to the bathroom. Right. How uh, disgusting. So then I'm hiding gonna, by the chip aisle. They're going to see and me. They come out, yeah. it's a guessing game. My Who was it? I'm just shopping for chips over here. <laughs> right. I just got it. Uh, hot Cheetos are regular. How hot are these I Cheetos? Just the you got to wonder. There. I'll see what's going on in there. And then when that so person nice opens tea. up the door, they always look at you like, it smelled like that when I got in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes yeah. it does, though. I exited. No, I entered a like strong asparagus pee bathroom recently, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that that could linger. And then I thought, when I come out, the person's going to think yeah. that was my asparagus pee. Absolutely, and it, but it a thousand percent wasn't. Then the, you only have one choice, and that is to stay in there until it no longer <laughs> smells. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Daniel, were you going to say something? I was going to say I'm the opposite of that person. Where if I find that it's locked, I'm worried that the door might be stuck. Or it might just be difficult, but I don't want to try it too much because I don't want to be like, rattle, 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 you know, when someone's going to the bathroom. So I've ha- found myself where that's been the case, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you're like, fuck, maybe they are stuck, and then, and then there's no one in there. And I was just waiting for no reason. <laughs> I know, that's like my JMO from earlier that was yours. Um, so Wait, it is... One, can I ask one question? Yes, you can. So they, I feel like this was in Sweden a few years ago. In order to keep their public toilets cleaner, they would put them right out in the center of like, a, like near a, a train station, and you could see out. Like it was one-way mirror, so you could see out, and it felt like everyone could see you when they're doing your That's super creepy. Business. But would you consider doing that? Sure. <laughs> Actually, no, that would be like birth all over again. I'd be like, oh, uh, I can't okay. do it. Yeah. That does seem like that is just for a very sp- particular, like, Swedish that's fetish. That's for men to jerk off. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, there's only <laughs> right. one thing that that's for. Very sex positive over there in Sweden. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you you know, to... everybody's tall, they're blonde. Sure. You're like, what, 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 Socialized you know? healthcare. Yeah. So everyone's <laughs> fit. All right. It is that time where we need to close the show. Here's how it's going to go. I'm going to just real fast. I'm going to say, you guys, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Plenty of people in the audience here today are um, Patreon subscribers, just fun stuff, uh, bonus episodes, live stream, uh, merch in the mail. It's very fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. I'm going to give everyone a chance to say where to find them. And then Daniel is going to close out with a reading of a negative iTunes comment of the week. Normally we do positive and negative. We don't have time to do positive. So we're just going to hone in on my favorite negative comment ever, but he's going to do it in the character of cool guy. <laughs> okay. 
Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Oh David, where do we go to find you? Uh, DavidHuntsberger.com. I'd also like to paint a little bit of a picture for people listening at how many uh, Allison Rosen, who's your new best friend, t-shirts there are. Yeah. Here oh, yeah. We have t-shirts for sale, too. Go to my website, <laughs> AllisonRosen.com. It's quite a scene here. And, uh, yeah, you can find me there at my website. Oh, thank you. David Huntsberger. Oh, yeah. DavidHuntsberger.com. Okay. I don't have a website. I, I barely have it together enough to have a Twitter handle. It's John underscore Henson at Twitter.com. And uh, you can see me at Side Splitters in Tampa from the 19th to the 23rd of October. And I will be in uh, Denver at the Comedy Works in November. Uh, I'm <laughs> uh, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter, and I've got a podcast. It's called Jordan Jesse Go. You can find that at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy Grambling Napchip. <laughs> and you can hear me blather about movies and TV on the Watching Hour podcast. And Jeff. <laughs> Oh, for you can, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And let's give a hand for our sound man, Alton, and our stage manager, Alexandra. Yes. And after this, we will be somewhere saying hello or like taking pictures if you want with us. Um, but I'm going to have to pee first. Okay. Oh, me too. Oh, absolutely. We thank, you, thank you for setting that precedent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, if you try the door and it's locked, don't fucking knock. That's right. All <laughs> right. There's a key. It's, a, it's attached to a hubcap. Oh, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to subscribe and also leave a nice comment. We prefer the nice ones, even though we are reading this funny, mean one. Um, iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Whatever. Uh, gross. <laughs> By Vincey, 2255 or something? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Valley Girl with Vocal Fry, Pastor Prime. <laughs> she recently discussed how she slides her fingers between her thighs know, and groin and then uh, proceeds to sniff her fingers or something. I don't know. Uh, who cares? Uh, I'm honestly not sure how her husband hasn't pulled on her yet or something. I don't know. It's fucking lame. <laughs> I think we know what tattoo she needs yeah. now. <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being here. This was super fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 